Nothing But The Words, episode number 63, How to Commit to Your Book. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going well. In my own writing and in coaching other authors, I've noticed some common thoughts and behaviors among those of us who get all the way to the end, those of us who actually finish writing the books we start. No one is exempt from the doubts that arise when you're writing a book. The human brain is designed to help you avoid pain. And there are so many potentially painful moments in this process. What if my book isn't any good? What if no one buys it? What if people buy it, but they don't like it? What if I get bad reviews on Amazon? What if I get haters and trolls because of my book? What if, what if, what if? These are all perfectly natural, perfectly normal thoughts, but they can make it really difficult for you to sit down and actually get the writing done. They can make it difficult for you to even plan and outline your book because you can get caught up in questioning whether the content you want to provide will actually do what you want it to do. So how do you get past those unhelpful thoughts, those thoughts that don't serve you, those limiting beliefs, and get the writing done, get your book out to the world, that means getting through the publishing process, and promote your book like you love it and really believe in it as you should. The way that you do that, I have found the way that successful authors do that is that they focus on becoming the kind of person who commits to their book. They focus on that commitment. So what does a committed author think? What does that person say? And what does that person do? It's not about the time you spend at your desk. That time is necessary, but it's about being a person who can commit to sitting down to do the writing. You can learn all of the skills necessary to write your book. I promise you can. Those are available to you, but you've got to believe that it's a possibility for you to actually do it. Successful authors have many of the same questions and doubts and thoughts that you have. They question whether or not they're writing the right book. They second guess themselves, change direction in the middle, and then change back again. Successful authors may even take, and often do take, a much longer than planned break from writing their book, but they always come back to the work and see it through to the end because they can think their way back to it. You're going to have thoughts of self-doubt, but you don't have to accept them as fact. You can question them, you can reject them, and you can choose different thoughts. So let's walk through an example. If you're trying to write a memoir, a book that tells your story, but your brain keeps telling you that your life story is not enough for a whole book, that thought can really keep you from doing the work. So you need to examine it and really sort of unpack it. Is it really true that your story isn't enough to write a book? If, if that's the case, how do you know it? How can you prove that it isn't enough? Is it possible that the thought could be wrong? And if it's wrong, what would you do? Fortunately, you do not have to believe in your book 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You're allowed to have those thoughts. And especially in the beginning, you just need to believe in your book in short spurts, long enough to write your outline, long enough to write a page, long enough to write a chapter. 
You can develop that muscle as you go. You don't have to all of a sudden go from zero to 100 in terms of your belief in your book. The old unhelpful thoughts, those limiting beliefs will pop back up and you can just let them pass you by until it's time to write again and then you need to deal with them, right? In the meantime, though, you can practice believing thoughts that serve you, thoughts that will help you reach your goal of becoming a successful author, however you define success. Now, when my life coach told me to practice believing thoughts that serve me, I was just so frustrated. Like, how does one practice believing? I found myself arguing with my own thoughts, but it wasn't helping me believe what I needed to believe in order to accomplish my goals. I was convinced that I just didn't know how to practice believing a new thought, but there are some specific tools and strategies you can use to practice believing a new thought and specifically to practice believing the thoughts that will make you committed even when you face obstacles, to actually writing your book, finishing it, getting it out to the world. So let me give you three practices that have worked for me and for my coaching client. The first one is to choose a thought that serves you. Really sit down and ask yourself, what do you need to think? What do you need to believe so that you can feel committed, so that you can feel competent, so that you can feel like no matter what, you're going to get this book written? Write down that helpful thought, nothing too extreme. You don't have to write, I'm a Pulitzer Prize winning author unless that's truly your goal, but something that you can actually believe and something that will support you in writing your book. Put it on a post-it note, post it in your writing area, put it on the screensaver on your laptop, put it on the background on your phone, wherever you can see it before, during, and after your writing session. So you can begin to take it in, read it out loud when you sit down to write. If you end up stuck in thinking nobody wants to read another book about a person like me, for example, then choose a thought to dismantle that unhelpful thought. Something like my experience is unique and no one else's story is just like mine. And I promise you that too is true. Whenever the unhelpful thought arises, that limiting belief, just allow it to show up. It's cool. We all have those thoughts sometimes. And then answer it with the thought that serves you. And now this sounds super simple. And if you have done any thought work or mindset work, it's not new to you. But if you haven't yet applied it to your writing, to writing your book, I really invite you to try. Now, the second way to commit to writing your book is to write your commitment into reality. This is another way of practicing a new thought, taking on a new belief. But I love it because it is so elementary. (laughs) It is so simple. I've mentioned this practice on the podcast before, and I'll probably mention it again because it works. My client, Patrice Washington, shares this strategy in her latest book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself. And I actually learned it from her. It wasn't something I would have done before I worked on that book. Patrice calls this practice writing your standards. If you were less than a perfect child, then you probably wrote your standards in elementary school at some point. It's when your teacher would have you write on the board or on a piece of paper, 20 times, 50 times, 100 times, something like I will keep my hands to myself or I will sit in my seat or I will not talk in class was a pretty popular one where I came from. But in this case, this is much more effective because you're choosing the standard. It's not someone trying to impose it upon you, right? It's hard to take on somebody else's desire for you. This is the desire for yourself. Maybe you still talked in class after you wrote that 50 times because you were never interested in changing your behavior. But when you choose the thought, when you set the standard, writing it several times over and over every day can really solidify it in your mind and help you shift your thinking. I know it may sound too easy to be true, 
But I'll just share with you that I set a standard in 2020 that really changed my business. Every day, particularly in the beginning of the year, I did it every single day. I wrote in my journal, I create and deliver $500,000 in value in 2020. In the beginning, I wrote it 20 or 50 times a day as the year went on. And I really began to take it on as my belief. I didn't write it as often, but whenever my belief sort of wavered or I questioned it, I went back and wrote my standards more and more. And that year I showed up for my coaching clients in new ways and I provided deeper value. I dug deeper and gave more of my passion and my expertise to the online speaking engagements I did since we weren't really doing in-person speaking engagements. And I showed up to pour as much value as I possibly could into this podcast week after week for people who may never work with me, but deserve to have the information they need to write a phenomenal book. I also created a measurement system of my own to assign value to all these activities, including, of course, the actual income that I brought in. And I met and exceeded my $500,000 goal, not in my income. So don't misunderstand me, but in the value that I created in the world. However, as a consequence, my business income grew by a greater factor than it ever had in a single year. Because I was writing my standard every day and allowing myself, even just for that little writing time, to believe it was possible, I saw new opportunities around me to meet and exceed that standard. I developed the confidence to step into those opportunities. And I trusted myself to go after them. So set a standard for your book, something that raises the bar for you, but something that you can achieve. Write that standard at least 20 times a day until you not only believe it's true, but you're taking action to make it a reality every single day. That standard could be the number of words you write, the number of pages you write, the hours you commit to writing your book, the hours you commit to research. If your book is a research heavy book, the value you pour into it. Whatever you need to believe in to commit to writing your book, make that your standard. The third way to commit to writing your book is a tool that I will confess I resisted using when I first learned about it. I was coached by Danielle Vaughn. She is the host of the Dare Greatly podcast, and she coached me over several sessions on some business goals that I was struggling to really believe in. So however this practice sounds to you, let me just say, I want to encourage you to try it. You can do it once or more than once, depending on where you are in the writing process. You can do it as many times as you need to. I found that once was enough in terms of using it to change the way I thought about my business and to commit to these particular business projects. But it's up to you. You decide what you need. And here is the tool. Write a letter to your book. Danielle had me write a letter to my business, and it was a game changer for me. I encourage you to really encourage you to do the same thing for your book. If you've been neglecting your book, apologize to it in your letter. If you're afraid to let your book down by not doing your story or your expertise justice on the page, express that thought, write it out. Share your fears and your doubts, but also as you close your letter, share your hopes and your dreams for your book. Write down what you want it to do in the world, how you want it to positively impact readers and how you want it to serve you and help you achieve your goals. Spill your guts, my friend. And then close your letter with a renewed commitment to your book. Close with what you are ready to now do to make it a reality. This is such a great way to stop avoiding those unhelpful thoughts. You don't have to run from them and just give voice to them. And then to move past them with a focus on the possibilities of everything you can create with your book. 
Writing a world-class book, which I promise you can do, does not happen in a day. It doesn't happen over a long weekend. It requires an ongoing commitment. But it's okay if your commitment sometimes falters. It happens to all of us. You have these three tools to help you get back on track. Number one, choose a better thought. Choose a better thought and answer your naysaying brain with the thought that serves you and supports your commitment to your book. Number two, set your standards and write them every day over and over until they become a part of your belief system. And number three, write a letter to your book. Pour out your heart on the page and renew your commitment to do whatever it takes to write the best book you can possibly write. That's it for this episode, my friends. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. And if you use one of these tools, DM me and let me know how it works for you. I'll be really curious to see what results you can get. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.